0: I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View, and I'm here with Anna Navarro. This is Behind the Table. All right, we are very lucky once again to have here in the podcast video the one and the only Anna Navarro. Welcome, Anna.
1: Yay! I'm like I'm I'm like the last one. I feel like you've you've been experimenting all week.
0: Well, so the truth is, I originally scheduled you for Friday because Friday is one of your days. This week we had a a kind of crazy thing happen where Monday morning I called you up and you said immediately, "Not hi, Brian. Now how's your summer? Who's sick?" Right. (laughs) And you were right. We'll be at COVID, Um, but we were. And I'm sorry she wasn't here, but we were lucky enough to have you the whole week, which was excellent. have you had fun this week?
1: Well, I'm really sorry she's not here yeah. uh, either. You know how much I love Whoopi and enjoy being with her. But frankly, after like 35 straight days of 24-7 uh, with my husband traveling, I, w- I was very ready to get back to work because we're usually not together all that amount of time. Fortunately, we still love each other. We're still married. Uh, we you know, didn't inflict any bodily harm. But it was it was nice to get back to work. And I have had uh, fun this week. I was telling you, I just got a rare compliment from Joy Behar. She said it was, uh, I was very funny this week. I think it's been um, it's been good, hasn't it?
0: I think it's been great. Um, I really enjoyed the whole week. And for you, well, first of all, going back to the Joy thing, not only is it a rare compliment, but the compliment of you're funny from Joy Behar is the best it gets. I mean, there's nothing better than that.
1: Right. It's like Christy Brinkley saying
0: you're pretty. Yeah, that's right? exa- like- it's exactly what it is. And- I, I think uh, no, the shows have been great, and really for you, I think in particular, the all hot topic days are kind of your favorites for the most part. Would you say that we've had a bunch of those this week?
1: I love hot topic day. I love uh, topics, and I'm you know, and as you know, guests are not my strength. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pop culture is not my strength, so. Well, so it's interesting. You have
0: pop culture places that you really like get into, but you have just massive blind spots. It's like you know. Who's ever heard of this Seinfeld character? Stuff like that that comes out in the Hot Topics meeting. It's uh, Julia Roberts' who? I don't know who that is. No, I
1: know Julia Roberts. You have
0: a very... It's the
1: Jonas Brothers who I can't tell apart.
0: I understand. But uh, that's my favorite thing is is, uh, guessing in the morning meeting, will Anna know who this is or not?
1: Well, uh, I was supposed to go tomorrow to... uh, There's a hip-hop celebration, the 50th anniversary of hip-hop celebration at the Vice President's uh, home. I think she's opening up the... um, the lawn and, uh, you know, a bunch of folks uh, are coming and there's going to be performances. And I've got to get home. Uh, I was actually really looking forward to it because that's one of my blind spots. And I thought I'm going to I'm going to be like, you know, uh, like a kid in a, in a candy store. But uh, but I've been here all week and I, I got to get back to my dog and my husband in that order. Well,
0: it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no chow is. It's bad. It's really bad. Yes. Yeah. Even I miss Chacha. Um, so speaking of which, as many of our our viewers know, you live in Miami. Mm-hmm. You have to travel a lot to do the show. I would say once a month I meet someone who says, oh, my good friend's uh, uh, a flight attendant, and she knows Anna Navarro so well and they're friends, or she works the gate at JFK. I mean, anyone else I think would go crazy. It doesn't seem to bother you. You don't mind the travel, do you?
1: You know, I, I really... Like my lifestyle in Miami, it's very different than a New York lifestyle. Um, my home is there, my husband's there, my life is there. I mean, sometimes it's you know it puts a debt on my life. Like you know, I would be going to the VP's <laughs> house if I lived in in New York and had been with my husband all right. week. Um, it also uh, means that sometimes I can't do things that I'd like to do at home, and sometimes I can't do things I'd like to do here. Because I go back and forth uh, usually right after um, right after the show, but you know um, I travel with ChaCha. ChaCha I think is like the mascot of uh, American Airlines. <laughs> um, the only days that it gets that I that I really uh, hate it is when there's travel delays. Yeah. Uh, because if if you're traveling, you know I usually go back and forth twice a week, and so if you've got sometimes more than one delay on in a week, you really uh, feel it. But for the most part, uh, it's been great. Well, and I mean, and you know what? Now I'm like super sober on planes now. So I like I, I uh, when I started trying to lose weight, one of the things I said was, you know what, my gosh, every, if, if I'm on four flights a week, and I'm drinking on every flight, that's like a ton of drinks. So I quit drinking altogether. I mean, just just in the air.
0: So when people say you Anna Navarra looks so amazing, it's because she stopped drinking on airplanes.
1: Yes on terra firme, on 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 water and, and land and trains, I drink handsomely
0: right but that that's how much you were drinking on planes before that make that much of an impact I mean people don't realize you also travel the country for speaking engagements right. and other things so it's not just the view but you are constantly on the go and you must have more frequent flyer miles than uh, anyone I Pretty do good. have a
1: ton of uh, frequent flyer miles uh, which I actually use constantly but um That's why COVID was so different for me. You know, my husband, Al, says that COVID were his favorite two years of his life because I was home making, you know, dinner every night. And and mind you, he had like a devastating knee injury. He had COVID that landed him in the hospital. I remember. And he says that it was the best two years uh, of his life. I was going stir crazy and eating and drinking everything that wasn't tied down. Thus, Gaining a ton of weight, so I hated COVID.
0: Well, I know that for View fans, the hardcore fans, the uh, Anna Navarro head wraps for the uh, COVID era were really a high a high point. I mean, people. I, love I just
1: bought a silver one.
0: Oh, there you go. So you're ready.
1: I'm. am <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm about to. I'm. I went on. You know, I'm going to go to one of the Beyonce concerts. Before oh, you it's need it. Over. There you I go. Really yeah, want. silver. And so I went online and I bought. I have so many silver things. They're all probably at my house when I get there. I'm going to be trying on silver stuff all weekend and seeing what what comes.
0: What comes of this? You're ready to go. Oh, that's great. I can't wait for the review. Um, sorry. So now, obviously, you've been on The View. Like, this was your first year as an official co-host. That being said, you've been on The View as long as I've been working here. For the last eight years, you've been a I know. Regular. What took you
1: so long? It's and, like, it, always a bridesmaid, never a bride.
0: You're a bride. And, and it was well overdue. I don't disagree. So, um, But it's interesting to me because in the time I've been here, I've worked with a lot of people that are famous before The View. But there seems to be a difference between being famous, being TV famous and being view famous, have you noticed that? Is there a difference, you're on CNN constantly, but then you're on the view, do people react differently to you?
1: I think there's a difference between a, well, I don't know that people react differently because remember the years, uh, the four years before I became a view host were very active CNN years, very active political years. They were the Trump years and they were the election years. And uh, but I do think that there's a huge difference between a View viewer and a CNN viewer. The one of the things that always humbles me and amazes me, uh, amuses me as well, is just how much how invested the View viewers are with the host. Mm-hmm. They know everything. They know when we changed our hair color. They know when, <laughs> you know, they ask about cha cha. They they know uh, what I've done. They know what I've. I mean, they they know so much. And they, you know, what else they do? They hold you accountable. They do because they know if you said something completely uh, contradictory to uh, last week or last month or last year to what you are saying now, and they'll pull up the receipts and show you that you're being inconsistent, or you know. And so um, I really enjoy that part. I think they're. I think they feel, and I think it's 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 a credit to to the the show. Um, I think they feel like they're part of our extended family. And I love when they show up here. You know, it's, it's another thing that I find really humbling. I mean, people stand in you know, have to go on the website, get tickets. They stand in line. They come dressed up. They look great. They have enthusiasm. They react. They're engaged. I think we have the best audience
0: I agree completely. On well, they, you've
1: been on—I on, mean, you've been on other TV shows. You've—you've you've EP'd other TV shows. What do you think? How do you compare the
0: audiences? I, it's different. I mean, um, you know, in we have a very New York audience a lot of times here, which is different than other places I've been where people have like been tourists more and things like that. Um, I, I think the emotional investment you're talking about is unique to this show, and because. There are six ladies here that are all very different and have very different fans. There's a diversity of the audience, too. They come here to learn from you guys. They come here to, to kind of get all the information and make their own opinions. And um, and they also come here to feel like you're going to say the thing that, that they want someone to say. And that's really impactful. You know, we had uh, Ben Crump on the show today. Mm-hmm. And on the way out, and we've had him on many times, and we were always talking about something. And I, I thanked him for being here. And it, He's a friend of the show, I think, at this point. And he shook my hand and he said, I just want to thank you and the ladies for having important conversations. I don't think people do that enough. They don't don't have those conversations and they don't thank the people that are Mm -hmm. because it's easy not to have those conversations.
2: This is Sunny Hostin. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit To get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's podcast is brought to you by Shopify. Ready to make the smartest choice for your business? Say hello to Shopify Did you know Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and supports global brands like Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen? Join millions of successful entrepreneurs across 175 countries, backed by Shopify's extensive support and help resources. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Start your success story today. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com view Put it all in lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash view now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash view. Um, Which brings me to my next point. You know, you bring a lot to the show, but one of the things that you do here well is speak up for the Hispanic community. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that something, and you and I have conversations about bookings and people that you feel are important to have on. Do you feel like it's an obligation? Yeah, I'm on your
1: case all the time. Who are we having on? Who are we having on for Hispanic Heritage Month? Which we should have every day, every month, not just Hispanic Heritage Month. But we
0: have many surprises coming. I will fill you in. We can't announce anything yet, okay. but you'll be I, very happy. I you believe. know
1: I'm very happy about one. I do. Shh. Okay.
0: Um, but, and, and I'm receptive and do my best to, to try to, to. You are. Yeah. Actually, you are. Yeah. But do you feel an obligation to be a voice for the community? Is that something that you feel like you have to, to do?
1: it's um it's both a responsibility but it's also a privilege right mm-hmm. i mean i I think that i one of the things that happens to me all the time and has been happening you know uh before I was on the view when I was on c n n is I would get stopped a lot because there is so few Hispanics on uh national t v because there's you know no it's it's not representative of the uh percentage that we are in the population um I would get stopped a lot at airplanes airports gas stations, supermarkets, by Latino kids, uh, Latino young people and so you you get very um, impacted. I get very affected, very impacted, very humbled um, by what it means to them to see somebody that maybe has had their same yeah. experiences that has uh, that looks like them, that sounds like them. Um, and I and I think there's you know it's always a um, also a, a unique perspective. Today we were talking about immigration.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I am an immigrant. Most of these immigrants coming through the southern border, a lot of them come from Nicaragua or from Cuba, where my husband is from or so. And so you know, I, I feel like, like I, I bring that very unique um, experience, and um, I do feel an obligation. I do feel a responsibility um, to speak up, to, uh, but what I don't feel, is that I am uh, that I represent every Hispanic. In other sure. words, um, I don't speak for every Hispanic. Mm-hmm. I speak for me. Mm-hmm. If it so happens that other Hispanics or other Americans or other people or other Martians or other dogs or whatever uh, identify and relate to what I'm saying, great. But I am speaking for me. I'm not, you know, I'm not carrying the water for for any any group or any person.
0: Well, the representation part of it is another factor in our audience I think and I think it's another reason they uh, care so much about this show and I see it in the audience questions we get and people will stand up and say to you say to Whoopi and Sonny and and really everybody um, about how they feel it's important to see someone that represents them and um, I I absolutely think that's true Um, you know this is something that I feel like you have to pay very close attention to our show to know because you don't like to bring it up but you're from the state of Florida (laughs) come up a couple times (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you're also often outraged by what's happening in Florida. So given how you feel about the turn of Florida in the last several years, um, how do you survive that? I know, I, I know you're not leaving. You've been clear about that. H- how does that work for you?
1: Look, um, it's it, the same way I survived Trump. <laughs> right. Right. You didn't no, n- none of us left uh, right. America and mm-hmm. we all uh, none of us left the United States. And, and uh, you know, certainly we uh, we had issues um, by denouncing what I consider abuses and mistakes and errors uh, by talking about them, uh, by exposing them, mm-hmm. by bringing light to some of the ridiculous things that are happening in Florida. And unfortunately, it's contagious. The insanity is contagious. It's not just happening in Florida. You know, some of these things. Banning diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, fighting with uh, d- drag queens. You know how much I love drag queens. I do. Uh, you know, the, it's happening now. It's just, you know, it's uh, DeSantis kind of trying to become the poster child for it because I think he thought that it was going to get him elected uh, president of the United States. Mm-hmm. I am thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying seeing him fail, 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 yeah. looser. You know, he's... Um, and so, at this point, I think Cha Cha would get more, more votes in the Republican primary.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's uh, it's been. I, I know how passionate you are in every Hot Topics meeting. Usually, the first thing out of your mouth is, "We got to talk about what's happening in Florida. We got to talk about DeSantis. We got to talk about the Don't Say Gay bill. We have to talk about all these things."
1: But I, yeah, because you know, I think it's um, I think that's that's important too that we have people who are not just New York based, right? Because oh, our audience, our audience is mm-hmm. um, is, is national. And um, and so I think it's important to have a Sarah with that Midwestern, mm-hmm. Iowa. Uh, yeah. Iowa, you know, viewpoint. I think mm-hmm. it's important to, you know, to have that kind of uh, diversity uh, around the table.
0: I agree for sure. Um, now, talking about social media, which is a common mm. topic here, you're probably the most active on social media of all the uh, hosts, I would say. And um, you're definitely opinionated on social media. How do you handle... When there are nasty trolls and things like that, do you read it? Do you ignore it? Do you like messing back with them? What What is it for you?
1: You know, when I uh, when I first got on on uh, on on TV on national TV, um, at first it would bother me. Mm-hmm. But at this point, when I tell you, I could care less. I could care less. Sometimes you tell me something that's been written or something <laughs> that's happening that I wouldn't even know about unless yeah. somebody brings it to my uh, attention. I don't. I don't read um many of the of the comments in it. And if they're nasty, it really does not affect me what one bit because I think half of them are bots. Uh during the Trump era, uh, you know, when he would tweet against me, yeah. When he was president, mm-hmm. uh, it would open up the floodgates of hell <laughs> in terms of, you know, what would what would come at, right. at, at you. Um that has actually stopped a lot uh, since he's not president. And I really do think he will. I think they had paid uh, bot farms. Um, I also think some people are envious. Some people are just, I mean, how pathetic is it? To I mean, Think about it. How, how? I always say to people, do not allow anything that is said uh, on social media about you to upset you. Because how are you going to allow somebody that is so pathetic, that spends their lives anonymously fighting on social media to impact you. Now, if it's written in the New York Times or the Washington Post, then you should worry. (laughs) But if it's on Twitter, eh.
0: Well, it's funny because I would say— It's not even
1: called Twitter anymore.
0: No, that's right. It's uh, X. So I would actually think of all the co-hosts— you and Whoopi, I think, are the two— that very little phase you, period. I mean, I guess joy goes back and forth, but, like, there's really nothing that gets to you, and I'm very envious of that because everything gets to me, as you know. Um— but when I look at that, like, so what, what would you say the hardest part of being a view co-host is?
1: Nothing. I mean, I, how many times, <laughs> seriously, how many times have I said to you that I think this is the best, best gig on yeah. TV? Because, I mean, it's it's been around now for 27 years. Yeah. The team, the family, there's people who've been around, you know, uh, working here for over 20 years. Yeah. Uh this place runs like a well oiled machine, and you know you the the whole team makes life so easy for us, the hosts and so it's you know, yeah, we're the ones out there with the public face, but we've got a whole family, a whole structure uh behind us i mean what i I really don't have the 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 gall mm-hmm. to complain about a job or say there's anything hard about a job where I roll up in the morning with wet hair in my pajamas, (laughs) you know, and there's like people primping me and, you know, put, I mean, I don't even have my own earrings. I don't even have my own underwear. I really literally, I, you know, could come in a bathrobe and then, you know, and as you know, sometimes I have other commitments and come just before the show. Right. I mean, there's times when I've flown in from Washington or from, uh, you know, other places and have landed at, you know, nine and shown up here for the show at 11. And the reason I can do that is because there's such an amazing, efficient, effective team in place at The View that will, you know, put you together and brief you and 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 get you sounding knowledgeable um, in the, uh, you know, in, in no time. What I do think we need to do, though, what I do think is important and it's part of, you know, what, what makes a good host is yeah. you need to be informed. So it's like you can't go home and, you know, spend the, the rest of your day eating bombs, watching telenovelas. Right. Because by the time you come, you know, the next there's things happening on a daily basis and we're talking about current affairs. So you need to. You, I think you, you need to keep up with what's happening.
0: I think people don't realize it because it's very unique in in what happens in television. Our show is put together more or less that morning based on that Hot Topics meeting we have that we find out what you ladies want to talk about. And, of course, you're all built to, to care about different things, so we're never going to agree. It's very rare that all, women, all the women come in and say, yep, that's the best topic. Let's go do that. But it's really put together in that moment, and you yeah, have...
1: Joy is always going to want to talk about climate change. If that's a topic, she wants that. Absolutely. Uh, Sarah wants to talk about mental health. Often. Uh, I want to crap on the Santas on a daily basis, if True. possible. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah, so Sunny social all have justice. Social and, justice, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and Alyssa wants to push back on uh, the Biden administration. It's all... Uh...
1: And talk about... Uh, what's that thing on Bravo? I forget. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, Vanderpump. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> so... So that meeting is always kind of a, a push and pull. But the point is, yes, you have producers and briefers that work very hard, but it's coming from you guys. You're right. Yeah. If you can't, you can't come in and find out about a story for the first time that morning. You're, you're in that room and you're, you're putting the show together as much as anybody else. Um, well, listen, I, I love this. This was a lot of fun. Thank you very much for being here. We're Are gonna, we doing
1: this every week? We're
0: doing this every week. It's gonna be great. Don't worry. And we're when
1: gonna... can I ask you questions?
0: Anytime you want. Next time you can start with a question. We'll look forward to that. Okay. Um, all right. And uh, ChaCha's
1: coming next time. ChaCha's coming next. Week. Bernie was
0: on the premiere, so there you go. He, Bernie came in for the first one. So. Let me tell
1: you something. That Bernie is not nice to ChaCha. Really? He's nice to me, but not nice to ChaCha. He's a very he's very territorial. Okay. Yeah. They okay. were together. This. Uh, they were together. I, I visited Joya in uh, Sag Harbor. I was out there with a friend of mine and dropped by her house, um, and, the, and the two dogs were... Actually, they got along better this time than they did uh, mm-hmm. the first time.
0: All right, who's the aggressor? Not aggressor, but like, who's the one that causes trouble?
1: You know Cha-Cha's a lover, not a fighter.
0: There you go. There you go. You know, it's a little-known fact, and I don't get credit for it. Joy doesn't like to admit it. I named Bernie. She was looking for names. How'd that happen? It was Bernie Sanders-era politics, and uh, she was looking for names. I threw it out, and then, yeah.
1: And, you know, I was going to name Cha-Cha... Shasha, I wanted to name her Shasha for Shasha Gabor, Gabor. but my husband couldn't pronounce Shasha, <laughs> so I so I it turned into Chacha. And then when I came here with Chacha, the staff was all going crazy because they said Barbara Walters, yeah, had a dog that she adored and took everywhere right. named Chacha. Yeah, it's... so I kind of like to think that. It's my
0: it's, a legacy. it's my
1: personal homage to uh, to Barbara, the founder of this show. There you go.
0: Hard to, hard to beat that. All right, we'll have a wonderful well, weekend. I got to go catch a flight. Thank you for being here and thank you to everybody listening this week. We'll be back on Monday. I didn't even curse not once. I'm so <laughs> proud of you.
2: So proud of you. Behind the table is executive produced by Brian Tetta. Supervising producers are Nathan Getty and Summer Shake. The vice president of ABC Audio is Liz Alessi, and the executive producer of podcast programming is Laura Mayer. Special thanks to Lori Hogan, Enza Dolcenini, Susie Liu, Brenda Salinas Baker, Meg Fierro, Josh Cohan, and Ariel Chester. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author, and I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer.